The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode in another month of the Network Sports Talk Show right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. And here's Matt Johnson, one of your illustrious panel of hosts. Uh, we got another fun one today, another big, big, big sports topic that, uh, that you know, we, we just like to talk about, like to break it down. Of course, we have uh, hosts from several different sports shows, several different shows here on the network, um, but holding it down again this month. Uh, I have Mr. Derek Jaws, who's the host of Hats, Tats, and Stats, Common Debauchery, uh, Tip of the Cap, and he actually has a new project coming out very soon. Am I allowed to spoil it? You are allowed to spoil it. I am allowed to spoil it. Uh, it is a new movie review podcast called Podducers, right? That's I, I got it right, Podducers, yes, uh, which will actually be debuting uh, as long as I get this episode out this uh, today. Um, it'll be debuting on Monday. Or, or tomorrow or whatever the heck it's going to be out on Monday, Monday, the second Monday, the yes. second uh, will be its debut. You can find that on our website at BICBP radio.com uh, as well as Apple podcasts, Spotify. You will be able to find it on Amazon and uh, Google podcasts as well when it's all said and done. So check out for that. So Derek, welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you? Oh, I am doing well, my friend. It is always good to be on the network sports talk show and yeah. I'm just, I'm happy to be back. Just happy to be here. Happy to help the ball club. Looking to make an impact. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Josh, you're actually going to, are you coming to our fantasy draft in a couple of weeks? Uh, are you going to be I, there? I do. I do believe I have that day. Penciled okay. in. Cool. That's, I just wanted to make sure of that because that is going to be a fun, fun time. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people here. There's going to be a good group of people here. Um, and you will be given a live microphone for streaming and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So it should be yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to put a live mic in front of me. That's oh, awesome. Man. And we're going to record it as an episode too. So that's even that's, more gooder, <laughs> even more good. <laughs> yes. That's how we roll here. And People of course, don't know what they're in for. No, they really don't. They, it's, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild, and of course, uh, finally getting choice in this episode. In our this is number five for us, I think, um, is Mr. Andrew Lenz. He is the host of Let's Talk, but No Politics, Okay, as well as one of my co-hosts here on the uh, on the Two Point Conversation. My What If uh, Monday and NFL History Guy, uh, Mr. Andrew Lenz. Andrew, how the heck are you? I'm doing doing wonderful now that I get the. Talked about this wonderful topic that always irks me and in your mind for a while. I know that you get triggered by and has given me the label <laughs> of the old man of the two point conversation. So it has, it certainly has. So uh, I know the listeners have clicked down to this episode. They've seen what it's about. Um, why don't you describe what we're talking about today and, and what, 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 uh, what, what makes you want to talk about it so much today? Uh it is pretty much why do people dismiss sports history or, you know, you know I'm not saying you got to go out and read everything, but 
not understand certain things that made their way into the sports trailblazers that put people into positions now and changed the game throughout pretty much all four major sports and everything else. Uh, you know, great example is I'll probably get into it more is it seems like anything in the NFL that is uh, pre Super Bowl era, nobody cares about. That's true. That's very like, true. It, it, it just didn't happen at all. And, you know, with, with the stats and everything of that nature, uh, to me, I think the only one that, but it's still a traditional game is baseball is the only one that kind of embraces that a little bit more basketball. I think got away with gets away from it due to the seventies, <laughs> but a lot of people just need to know certain people that did certain things to, I've, I feel personally to appreciate the players today and to say, wow, look where this guy has taken from what this guy has done. And, and I, I think it's an important topic because you are right. I mean, we, t- we always talk about like people who pave the road, right? Po- people who pave the road to get to certain things where, um, where, where they are, where, where they are. And sports has had so, so many that, you're right. They don't get acknowledged. They get pretended like they never existed. Um, and so I'm, I don't know if they get pretended that they don't exist, but they just don't get acknowledged. They get looked over. And history is such a, one of these things that is just so it is very, very easy to overlook. And, you know, we've had many conversations about that. Derek's big into, you know, I know baseball history is a big, a big thing with him. You're our big baseball guy. Um, and, and I mean, would you agree that that baseball is probably one of the few that actually like proudly honors their 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 history? Um almost to a fault. Uh, okay. I, I can tell you right now in the baseball world, there's a huge issue going on with what is referred to as old man baseball Twitter. Uh, it's just a bunch of old timers, guys that played in the pros years ago uh, and guys who grew up watching old time baseball that do not like the current product. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of the stuff that's happening in current major league baseball isn't fantastic, but at the same time, like you were talking about a dude, you know, dudes who are like, hit the ball out. Like you hit a 500 foot home run, put your head down, like have like heavy jog around the base paths at five eighth speed, like high five, your manager on the way by third base, touch home plate, like quiet high fives on the way to the dugout and be done. And that is not the game anymore. And I mean, in every other sport, it's okay to celebrate the most menial of activities, you know, tackle for a two yard gain, celebrate lights out. Let's go. Yeah, big third down stop. We're down by 40 points. Yeah, take it back. Take it back. Way back. I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that goes. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, baseball is definitely, definitely holds on to its history and almost to a fault at times. Yeah. Um, That's a very good point, actually. It's a very good point. Baseball also has a very distinct, um, a very distinct thing where, a lot of, there's a lot of records that last for a really long time. So that one, like it's easy to hold on to history when it doesn't change much. Right. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure like season schedules have expanded a little bit over time with obviously more teams and stuff, but um, for the large, I mean, baseball has held on to its historical roots. I think for a long time, I remember there was a big controversy because like instant replay was a big uh, thing that they just brought within the last, what, 10, 12 years. Um, 
Maybe uh, the last like four or five, actually. Oh, it's, it's been that recent. Yeah, it, they, they were what, probably I don't know if basketball does anything with replay. I don't know if they need to, um, but they it was, should. I mean, it, it I, was I the always... most recent of the major four. OK, right. they, the basketball probably should. Maybe they'd uh, catch some of these these flops and, and stuff. But uh... I mean, if you can't see the 10 step travel, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. that's that, that is a bad one that often gets overlooked. Um but yeah, I mean, that was a big thing to kind of, to, 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 to look, you know, to, to change that, you know, you, you are right. There's a lot of traditionals and, and now like baseball, as fun as it is to play, I think for a lot, for a large group of people, it's, it's, it's historically, you know, most recently it's been one of those things that are difficult to watch, um, you know, difficult to watch. You need a little bit more oomph, a little bit of excitement. Like, was it some, I seen, it was a couple months ago, some kid in college hit like a home run. And some ump was like yelling at him to stop celebrating and stuff. I I, I could be mistaken um, as to where that came from, but it's like yo, stop celebrating. It's like yo, you, you got to bring that fun back. Like the history, um, you bring up a very good point about history not be you know being held on to too much. The the records, the champions, all that stuff should be acknowledged to a certain extent. Uh, oh, it should be probably that you know talked about and discussed for for many years to come for forever. But um. But yeah, for some of the aspects, definitely that stuff has to uh, has to grow. So, um, so Andrew, you had a couple things in mind. You know, obviously you brought up you know football is really bad at doing it. Basketball is really bad at um, failing their history in sports. Um, why don't you start kicking us off with some just some some things that like really like grind your gears when it comes to like leagues and people in general, just not acknowledging. Uh, prior accomplishments. We deal with this a lot for two point yes. uh, a lot. You know, we, we post pictures of like old quarterbacks and people like, Oh, those quarterbacks back in the day sucked. Well, no, they didn't. You should see the rule book that they had to deal with and, and the, the obstacles that were in their way. In fact, they were probably some of the best quarterbacks of all time, but uh, I'll let you say some of the things that have been really bothering you. It's the fact uh, we did an episode on this is that nobody res- recognizes an NFL championship. Uh, I was in some, it was a group and some guy was trying to make fun of the Minnesota Vikings saying that they never won a championship. And, uh, yeah, they did 1969. They won the NFL championship to go to the game that pretty much was still kind of at that point called the NFL AFL championship game. It wasn't always referred to as the Super Bowl, which uh, NFL gets a little bit of uh, some WWE history things going in there, where they <laughs> like to, where they like to change it, where all of a sudden it was a magical moment, right? That Mar Hunt was like, "This is the Super Bowl, and we are automatically going to have the Vince Lombardi Trophy." Not the case. So those are things. So NFL championships. Looking at them. Uh, this comes from a time where there wasn't that many teams in the league. So they were pretty, they were pretty good, but then also other athletes played other sports and nobody recognizes that. Um, oh, we have another big, we got, we got somebody, we have somebody incoming. Ooh, who's oh, incoming. Shoot. Oh shoot. It's Johnny Townsend. Johnny Townsend's back. Everybody. Oh my goodness. Is he comes talk about a, Talk about a WWE style, like running interference. I love it. <laughs> He's got the money in the bank case. I said WWE, <laughs> and what does he do? He comes right out. His music plays, and he comes out of the tunnel. Somebody do like a, a smashing glass sound for me. 
Oh, I'll insert it when we edit it. Well, Johnny's back, everybody. Johnny is back. I didn't know. I didn't know if you were coming out or not. I'm glad to see that. My you God, my God. Nobody knows. I do what I want when I want. I go from place to place. It's not like I didn't just remember that this was happening today. <laughs> it's not like I don't even know what the topic is. It doesn't matter. I'm here, and I'm here to take over NWO for life. <laughs> for life, because I'm just too sweet. <laughs> welcome back buddy it's good to see you uh, it's good to see you um andrew i apologize i apologize <laughs> carry on my friend carry on i don't even know where i was at uh pretty much nfl stuff okay so the nfl championships nobody looks at them nobody recognizes them i understand the league was not that big of a deal back then and I think a lot of these guys get dismissed. I heard somebody says that if they didn't play within the 19, within the 1950s to sixties, if they didn't start playing at that time, that they're absolutely no good. Well, Don Hudson's touchdown record last from the forties all the way to 1989. And it took Steve Largent to break it. So don't tell me these players weren't any good. That's kind of like the thing. And to talk about basketball, I can understand why basketball leaves out history. Like I said, the seventies were not a good time for basketball. Donnie is our NBA guy there. He, he can attest to that. that I, I, I kind of think not a good time. I, I kind of, when it comes to basketball, yeah. I, I think it's might apply to any sports just with this topic in general, which I did not just find out about just now from Matt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I I kind of think that like I'm a giant nerd for basketball, right? So I've dove into the history of it. Like I, you know, I know about these players in the '70s and the '80s. I knew I know that the NBA was really hurting. Like the games weren't even live. Even the playoffs weren't live. Uh, nobody was was really paying much attention. Drugs were rampant, and all this kind of stuff was was in there. And they weren't the only sport that was dealing with that. But that was just where they were until, of course, you get you know. Uh, magic and larry showing up and then that kind of changed things for them uh but basketball to me and this is just my opinion and uh i'm really biased i'm just saying that right now i'm very biased when it comes to this sport uh seems to do a really good job of always bringing up its history but they do so in effect of do you think uh player a was better than player b even though they're from two completely different eras right and the style of play has obviously changed since then Mm-hmm. But, yeah but it's, but it's like when you compare the thing i always hate is when you're comparing players from history to players now it's almost as if you're knocking down the another player when that's the thing i always say you know the magic right. of lebron thing like I, they're both terrific players who cares yeah yeah, yeah. that's i mean that that is a good point it, it, it you know the, the, yeah lebron jordan is like the, the it's so annoying it's like yeah you know it they were both great in their, their respective time periods, but people have a, more of a recency bias. I think yeah. when it comes to discussing certain athletes that what was is apparently just completely inferior to the product that's put in front of them today. And, you know, it's, it, it is, it, it is tragic. You know, I think, you know, like we said, baseball does a pretty good job of, of honoring it. It's kept, I think a large part of its rules throughout history. The, the only things that have, you know, really, I, I mean, guys, pitchers getting patted down like they're on cops now, if they got, you know, sticky stuff, um, oh, that- 
that I mean that's <laughs> years. That's been going on. I've years. never seen it this aggressive. I've never seen it that aggressive. They did make an. They did say they came out and said that they were going to really look into that. Yeah, like they were really going to make an effort into that. Yeah, uh, but also thinking it's kind of where you're from too, right? Like, uh, uh, I can I guarantee you. I guarantee you the history of the Charlotte Hornets is way more important to me than any of y'all. Right? <laughs> yeah, Guaranteed. that's true. That Guaranteed. is true. Do, does Charlotte still have a team? <laughs> we do. We do. Oh, we lost one okay. and then we brought it right. back. Yeah. Cool. I, I remember I, I used to own that starter jacket back in the 90s. Man, it was fun, man. I don't even watch basketball, and I think I had one. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the teal, baby. Yeah. That's kind of like one of the original big threes of the 90s there, though. And oh, yeah. Top morning, Bogues, and uh, Grandmama. Yeah, man. Don't, don't leave out Grandmama, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 Steph, and Steph Curry's dad. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, Del Curry was there, too. Yeah. The Celtics legend, Dave Collins, being their head yeah. coach. That was but yeah, but, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, you guys are up there in Buffalo, right? Like, uh, I I guarantee you that the Buffalo Bills history is way more important to a lot of people who are Buffalo Bills fans than it is to, like, myself. <laughs> like, yeah. I know you guys almost got a Super Bowl. Guess what? The Panthers almost got there twice, too. I, it doesn't matter to me. Right. Well, it, I mean, while myself and Andrew aren't the biggest Bills fans, we do know the history of it. it well, yeah. you know, that – you know, I'm not trying to like shit, shit on Johnny Blue. Oh, you guys are from Buffalo. Uh, you know, but but we're aware of it. We're we are aware yeah. of it. We know what happens. Um, but but you are right. It, it is it is. I think it's a regionalized thing. And um, when that stuff gets up to national debate, it's always a little curious. It's, it's either curious. it's either regional or it's just a team that you happen to love, grow up loving or whatever. Yeah. Because if you love a team or a thing, you're going to just there's going to come a time where you're going to dive into the history of it. I just, that happened to me in basketball. I started out loving Charlotte Hornets. And then uh, like in the night, then, you know, then the nineties came around and I just had to devour everything basketball, all the books, uh, all that stuff, you know, until now I still do that. So it's just because I love the sport so much. That's probably y'all. That's why I mean, we're doing a sports talk show for crying out loud. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming that sports history is way more important to us than uh, somebody, you know, than just somebody who just casually watches the thing. Right. No, I think uh, you mentioned Buffalo Bills fans, but I think a lot of Bills fans actually forget, you know, talking about championships and where they're like, ah, that don't count. The Bills have a championship quarterback. The Bills have a championship. And Jack Kemp delivered that in the AFL. That's a good point. But when you, when you talk, I've seen it on Facebook and everything else. When the Bills put up the Mount Rushmore, they never put up Jack Kemp. They're quick to put up Kelly. That's cool. Put up Kelly. I've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick on them and Doug Flutie, but Ryan Fitzpatrick and Doug Flutie didn't do anything like Jack Kemp did. Jack Kemp won you a championship. That's And that's where the Bills fans thing, I think also comes into play as well, where I don't think a lot of them know the AFL history behind it. And right. they just look at from you know, we got Bruce Kelly and Thurman and Andre Reed. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you know about the rest of the years? Well, no. Well, in the seventies we had OJ. Well, I don't want to talk about OJ cause he's a murderer. And I heard it. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. And I can speak very, very specifically on this topic. <laughs> Bills fans are willfully ignorant to bad parts of history. Okay. We, we don't, we don't talk about OJ. <laughs> Hey, we don't hey. talk about the fact that Jim Kelly didn't want to play here. Yeah. Hey, in, in, in fairness, he was he was great in those uh, naked gun films. 
What you he was, he was a he was a great race car driver too. <laughs> you should yes. talk, Oops. But but in an aspect of it as well, even though he did what he did, you should talk about OJ. Absolutely. You should. Absolutely. He was, he, was the, he was the best running back, if you look at it, in the 1970s. Yeah. I ran for 2,000 yards in 14 games. It takes he, guys. He may arguably be the best running back that's ever put on a Bills uniform. That, I think it's debatable. I think it's definitely debatable. Certainly I mean, the eh. best possible murderer, right? <laughs> no. I, I no. Well, in a Bills uniform? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I said possible. <laughs> <laughs> he but, might but, He might be top five in the NFL on that one. <laughs> yeah, but, he's got, there's some stiff OJ, competition in there, man. There's some stiff competition in there. <laughs> but OJ gets dismissed. Yeah. Camp gets well, dismissed because we're he, so concentrated on the 90s. Well, I think I think OJ is a different thing entirely, just because of uh, what he did. he because of what happened later on, and uh, that's almost a different discussion we should do another time of separating uh, yeah. the sport from the person sometimes. But yeah, that is yeah. a good idea. But I do understand what you're saying, though. It's 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 uh, <laughs> going back to what uh, what Jaws was saying there. It's really easy if you're a big fan of something to separate the bad stuff <laughs> from good stuff. I it's, do that all the time with stuff I love. Yeah. It, it's not called separation. It's called willful forgetfulness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this really bad thing happened. I don't remember that. That memory gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. That's another one. But I mean, Andrew, you're bringing up the, the, the bills and I, I, listen, I'll admit, I will certainly admit that it's, it, it's challenging. Like as a Colts fan, like Baltimore's history to me is very, like there's a very proud Baltimore Colts history that I'm, I am maybe unwillfully ignorant about, you know what yeah. I mean? I, I just recently learned Sorry. about the likes of Lenny Moore and Raymond Barrett. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew just yeah. makes, it makes you feel like crap for being a Colts fan all the time. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Why don't you put Ray Barry over Edron James on their Mount Rushmore? And you know what? He actually has a great point though. He has a great point, but it, that, but it's, it's, I think it's true. But I think we live also like when it's convenient, we live in a society where what have you done for me lately kind of stuff it, like it happens. And I think that's where a lot of history gets forgotten and slips through the cracks as well. But you mean the Buffalo Bills do have a very rich history in the 60s. They were one game away. They were the number one seed in the AFL. They were supposed to play in the very first Super Bowl. They were projected to play in the first Super Bowl. They lost to Kansas City in Buffalo. And if they would have won, Buffalo would have been immortalized as one of those, you know, those big time teams. Um, but it just, it, it just was, you know, it, it, that, that, but you are right. That is stuff that, you know, just kind of, uh, that, that, that just kind of cut, you know, gets slips through the cracks. Like there's a lot to be proud of. Like, I know the drought was bad and the seventies were bad for Buffalo, but there's so much more to be proud of um, when it comes to being a fan of that team. And it, it happens for a lot of people. It, it happens for a lot of people. You know, uh, so I'm, also, I'm also very curious, Andrew, specifically to you, what, uh, what instances make you think that a lot of people are just forgetting history of, of their sport? Uh, I'm going to probably go with a lot of football because I'm obviously I do NFL history. I mean, I love all sports, but uh, the, the quarterback, the whole quarterback thing, because that's, that's the, the star position. And it seems, I think Matt and I discussed this a little bit, is there's a guy by the name of Johnny Unitas. And I'm not calling him the GOAT. I'm just calling him the gold standard quarterback for every other quarterback to live up to. Yeah. 
and I'm not saying he's the GOAT, but Johnny Unitas is the man. He is the quarterback for all ages. And I think a lot of people. He has a haircut you can set your watch to. Yes. And I feel like he's fading. He's got a last night we can all come together on. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He is fading out of. Holy fuck. I just got that. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He is fading out of. Out of people's minds. And I feel like the NFL is just so wrapped up. And once again, it's who can we market? But you don't ever want to market the history. Like we don't want to market Johnny Unitas because he won one Super Bowl, but yet he won other championships. Right. But they're NFL championships. So all of a sudden they don't count. And there's a there's and and to that point, the the championship thing, like Philadelphia is a rotten sports history. All right. But they first they won a Super Bowl in 2017 to 2017, 2018 season. But they had actually won an NFL, right? They had won NFL championships prior, right? They won in the 50s and 60s. Well, maybe the 50s. Uh, the last one, and but, the last one was 1960. Right. And, you know, they, they were like, oh, you know, this, they never won a championship before. The city's, city's championship starved. And I think that's what we're trying to kind of get to the bottom or we're trying to get to the bottom of with this conversation. And it's also, and it's also uh, a lot of things with coaches. We look at coaches by wins and losses and if they won Super Bowls. We hold Lombardi to a super high standard. And I'm not trying to make fun of Vince Lombardi or anything like that. But you look at a guy like Tom Landry, who created the 4-3 defense, a defense that we still use today, and he created this in the 50s. He pretty much created the position of the middle linebacker. But you know what? Tom got fired by Jerry, and he only has two Super Bowls, so... Here we go. Right. You know what defense Vince Lombardi used? He used Tom Landry's defense. Right. When they left the New York Giants together, they switched playbooks, and Landry says, I don't want your playbook, Lombardi. I'm going to go create my own. And, but you can take mine, and I'm still going to use my defense. Yeah. And it's and it's things like that, the pioneering of, of that case. Uh, NBA is kind of a great example, too. Three points. It's huge now. Everybody shoots the three-pointer stuff, Curry. I'll look at him shoot three points. There was other three-point shooters. His dad was a really good three-point shooter. Dan Marley. Those guys like that, and now all of a sudden we think it's cool because Steph Curry does it. But can we go back and kind of see the guys that did it before? And I understand back in the 80s and stuff, it was more of a big man's game than it is now. Yeah. Here, Josh is actually, I think he's been trying to say something for the last five minutes or so. He always oh, be, he puckers up his lips, gets really close to the mic that he backs up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted your commentary there, Jazz. Okay. So I'm going to dial back to the uh, Johnny Unitas thing. Do you? Like, so you said he's the gold standard. Is that like he's the bar that other guys will be measured against where the goat is the greatest that ever did it? This is the guy that if you're not at that level, you're not considered a top tier guy. Is that is that I'm just trying to understand the explanation before I make my point. You you Johnny Unitas made the position what it what it was. There was other guys before it. There was Sid Luckman, who was the first quarterback to run the T formation. You have guys like Sling and Sammy Ball. But Unitas was like first two minute drill guy, first comeback, first big time name. He's got an award named after him in college football. Right. Uh, he is like the guy. You talk about Peyton Manning being the sheriff. I 
get chills literally watching Johnny Unitas on like highlight films, walking up to the line of scrimmage in those black high tops. Cause you knew, you just know something crazy is about to happen. And that's in the same light of like when I was little Joe Montana. And then today with Tom Brady, you know, you're never out. You're always going to be in. And he is like the tier quarterback. He is the gold standard. Are you in that tier with Johnny Unitas? So that's what I'm trying to. Well, and so I, I think the point of that, and I don't think necessarily people forget it, but it's the fact that when you, if you look at recent history, you know, if Tom Brady quit playing five years ago, we'd still be talking about him. Just like we're still talking about Peyton, Peyton, like we're still going to talk about Breeze. You know, these guys, like there's just been so many guys the last couple of years that are just so good. I don't think he got forgotten. I just think it's hard to make time to talk about a dude when four or five guys are doing it to a, to, to that level recently. I don't think Breeze is on the same level as Unitas. I can, I'm, I'm definitely going to say it. I, I, the only people that I could really say are on that level are Montana and Brady and maybe some other guys, but they're not breezes. I put breeze Manning Marino. I put them close to that. Um, right. that's, uh, but, but you are right as far like, I mean, that, that's a greatest of the, their era kind of uh, discussion thing right there. Yeah. Um, Canada Reeves in there too. When he was doing the replacements, <laughs> I definitely put him up there uh, for that. Uh, but yeah. I think, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also I, think I put Felka with uh, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. <laughs> See? See? Uh, <laughs> what do you have against I, left-handed quarterbacks, Jaws? What's that? So what do you have against left-handed quarterbacks? Left-handed Felka. people are mutants. Left with the baseball, then we give them $10 uh, million. <laughs> right. Baseball's weird. We like mutants in baseball. The rest of the way, just go away. You're lefty. It's weird. They do lefties do make things interesting in baseball. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, oh man, somebody was saying something. Continue. Johnny was. No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, recently, uh, I'll take this because this was recently trending on the old twitters. Uh, I caught myself doing something. I'm just wondering if you guys kind of do the same thing. Of uh, in the pro wrestling circuit, somebody had the nerve, the gall, I dare say to exclaim that Eddie Guerrero was not a top-tier wrestler, right? And that set the world of wrestling Twitter on fire, including myself. I originally read that, and I, I was all right. Yeah. My first thought was, if you know anything about pro wrestling history, you know this guy's top-tier. It's not even why you're even questioning this. This is ridiculous to me. Yeah. But then I realized, am I gatekeeping when I do stuff like this? You know, because I love, 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 love the Charlotte Hornets. It's my nerd them for the Charlotte Hornets, keeping other people from really enjoying that. We just had uh, LaMelo Ball was our rookie this past year, and he kind of transcended things for the Charlotte Hornets because he turned out to be way better than we expected this early out. He was quite good rookie of the year, uh, played really well for us, uh, but he brought other people to like our team, and they're, they're LaMelo Ball fans. And I follow a Charlotte Hornets Facebook page, God help me, and <laughs> Uh, that's all the poster about going back and forth about these fair weather fans who are just getting in these young and mostly young people yeah. who are jumping in because they like LaMelo ball. And I caught myself constantly saying, you don't even know who Larry Johnson was. I'll catch myself doing that. But, but there was a time where I didn't know who the younger people were either when I was getting into a sport. 
And thankfully, nobody was telling me, you're not a fan of this, and, you know, just wagging their finger at me. And I eventually loved the sport so much that I found out the history because I wanted to find out the history. But that's the difference, though, is I think some people don't want to. I think some people just want to just be the fan or be the fan of the player. I think that's a huge, that's another topic that you could get into is, are you a fan of the team? Or are you a fan of the player? Right. Cause that, that's, that's 100% huge. Are we going to follow somebody every time he goes to a different team? If Lamelo, if Lamelo ball, God forbid, all of a sudden Jordan's like, I don't want this guy anymore. Trade gets traded away. Are those fans still going to stay Charlotte Hornets fans? And I think that's where the fair weather fan comes into play. And also, do they want to know, or do they just want to know the team now? Do they want to know that they were, that it can be both. I mean, I was both. I started out loving the team and then I ended up loving like a lot of different players and followed them and still loved the, my team. Yeah. Well, that that's what well, that's, I mean, that's the thing though, but you were talking about, you came in and now you went out and you learned. I don't think people want to learn sometimes. I think, well, I mean, that's with are, anything, right? We're all lazy. Well, and yeah. the other part of and it I is think, too, like, on like on the Eddie Guerrero thing, you know, if if you've never seen him, you've never watched what he did. Why are you commenting? You know, if you're like if you're ju- if you just started watching the Charlotte Hornets and you say somebody from the past sucks because they're not as good as him, but you've never really watched that person play, like that's the stuff that should be gate kept. Like so, I that's I don't a good know. Point. I, that's a very good point. I mean, it, when 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 I see people like oh Josh Allen blows, have you watched a Bills game in the last year and a half? Or is that just the popular opinion from what you heard about him at the draft? Right, because right. He's kind of outgrown that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like the thing is, people would rather listen to the media and tell them who's the best. Then then formulate their own thoughts and like kind of look. I, yeah. I feel like it's a mob mentality, I guess, in a way um, of people just being like, I, I guess, ignorant to like that. They're not like really looking at stuff and, and, lo- and looking at that history. It's just, you know, like I said, we're in a recency bias era where whatever's new, whatever's fresh, that's what's great. That's what's good. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's, it's so weird. Like right now, like people like, again, in football, cause this is my forte, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield is, you know, he's been very good. He's been, has he been the best quarterback in, in the, he's been the best quarterback in the new Cleveland Browns history. But is he a great, the greatest quarterback in all of Cleveland Browns history? No, not quite. But people will go out on a limb. Um, but like it's it's so hard. There's such a fine line too because it's like, man, you want people to learn history, but you also don't want to come off as snobbish, right? Yeah. You don't want to. And I think that's where the gatekeeping conversation kind of comes into. You don't want to be like I have this thing. A couple years ago, um, the very first Deadpool movie came out. I know this is not sports related, but um, this was a this was a thing. A couple years ago, the very first Deadpool movie came out and people were excited. People who had never been exposed to the character Deadpool, um, either in comics or television or whatever it may have been, were like, wow, this is great. And I looked on social media and there was a guy, uh, obviously, I'm not going to say names, but he's like, oh, man, this is, you know, all you new fans screw, you know, I've been a fan since the beginning. And uh, yeah, I've been a fan since the beginning. And and, and like it, it, like this all like sucks now, like it, 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 like it y'all aren't real fans, that kind of thing. And I, I think that's a terrible way to kind of look at it. I think it's a terrible way to kind of look at it. Should people be, you know, know that, you know, be willing to know their history, to know that there's sports teams history. Yes. Um, but we got to walk a fi- walk a fine line. Cause I think the more open and welcoming we are, I think the, it, I think it's, I think it's more exposure for the sport. I think the, the, the more like, I guess open to that kind of thing are like, I love it when, when, 
like in oh, some people call them the old heads, the OGs. Like when an OG Colts fan tells me about, you know, those those the good old days when they were in Baltimore or like, I mean, Andrew, just recently you educated me about Burt Jones, who was, you know, a really cool thing that I was completely ignorant to. That was kind of cool. You got to be willing to accept the history, but I, I don't th- you know, it's a lot of I think a, a more so a lot of fans are just casuals, right? I think they're just casuals. They, they live in the moment type thing where we fall. We love our sports, right? I mean, we, we, we are literally dedicating a, 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 a block of time to talk sports every week. Uh, you know, all of our, you know, I know like me, Andrew Jaws, we do it on a weekly and in some cases, daily basis, Johnny, you've just been a, you've just been a, a, a real fan. You've appreciated your history. You've, you've gotten into it. You learn. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people just kind of just live They like living in the moment where I like, Sports culture for me is something I've been able to immerse myself in. And the more I've known, the more like I, I, I feel better about it. I don't feel so ignorant, but I think a lot of people just live in the moment. Like, I mean, there's bandwagon fans all the time. All right. I've only met maybe one Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan in my life. And then last year happened and I'm like, whoa, you're, you're everywhere. You're, 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 you're everywhere. There's Tampa Bay Bucs fans everywhere. That's because you don't you no longer find Seahawks fans laying around. Yeah, yeah they went to Carolina and then the Carolina ones went to Atlanta and then the Atlanta ones went to Tampa Bay. That's my, <laughs> that's my biggest joke that I always tell Matt that I, I, I'm getting really tired of people. And this might sound snobbish, but it's also kind of, you know, educate yourself is I'm getting tired of people thinking that the Seahawks became an NFL franchise in 2013. Right. When they didn't. <laughs> I can legit. Or, or, I can, or is, I legit, is I legit do not know when they did. <laughs> is or is that when that really cool neon green jersey came out? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey man, I've been a Seattle Kraken fan all my life. So <laughs> down since day one. <laughs> down since day one, baby. L- oh, listen, that that logo sucks. You don't like it. It, it, it could have been I'm so like, much better. Could have been better. I mean, there, it's there the are... Seagram's S. You're a friggin' rum company now. <laughs> but I think I think I get it though. Like, if you love something, like we love our sports, uh, it, it kind of hurts when somebody just kind of disregards the history of it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, especially in the '90s when you know when I was getting into basketball, the Seattle SuperSonics were huge, right? You had Sean oh, Kemp, man. Gary Payton, and the gang. Uh, throwing lobs and uh, you know and rain man just raining them down uh, but now uh, you're the newer younger fans I, I don't know if they even knew that that team existed they just know that they're the thunder now in oklahoma city that's all they know yeah and uh you know and it kind of hurts me a Shoot, little bit buffalo braves right that buffalo yeah. braves they're what the clippers yes yeah, yeah. they moved to yeah. the clippers I, buffalo had an that. nba team at way in the 70s for a little while yeah, a lot of your NBA teams have moved. I mean, have we not noticed that there's not that many lakes in Los Angeles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry West. Oh, man. I love the jazz that comes out of Utah. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it really moistens me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's another, you know, Johnny brings that up about the Lakers moving from Indianapolis to um, Los Angeles. And everybody goes okay well you know the lakers when you when you mention the the centers if you mention it to anybody that you know is the casual fan you're thinking kareem you're thinking wilt you're thinking Shaq. but they had like the probably the best big man before any of these guys and george mikanen and it's like just lost because they're like minneapolis what also yo their jerseys were fire 
I love, we, I think we, when me and Jaws first got together, we did our tournament. I'm 90% sure we had the Minneapolis Lakers jersey on there. It was like blue and white or blue and yes. yellow. That thing oh, is sweet. Man. Yeah. It's so sharp, but, but don't know. Nobody knows about it. Nobody knows know. about it. We Nobody tried to it. we 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 tried to raise awareness. We did our part. We did our part. We can only do so much. I know. We were we were only heard by like half the people back then. <laughs> now yeah. we get all the people. Now we get all the people. Our network. Now we got to double all the people. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, it it's funny because like I I sent something to John's because I didn't I didn't know if he was aware of it at all. But we talk about baseball being such a traditional sport, but in like the 1900s. When the New York Giants, yes, the Giants played in New York, um, <laughs> won the won the World Series, their manager, uh, John McGraw, literally had world champions put on their jersey. Right. Just to brag to everybody, like, hey, we're the best. And that's kind of one of those things that was very odd in baseball because of how traditional it is, but that's kind of lost in history maybe because it was over – very overbearing as well right i mean you want you want to talk about a sport that really holds on to tradition i mean what like imagine imagine like your favorite football coach standing on the sidelines in a suit no either in like in a suit and a fedora or you know go the baseball route where he's in football pads and a jersey (laughs) baseball does it yeah you know full full attire on the on you know everybody on the field has to be in attire and they don't have to be uh there was like i i I don't remember i don't remember the history but somebody there used to be a manager who was in the dugout in a suit but all like but but it was connie mack you're right um but like the first and third base coach are in uniform and there is a rule that any on-field personnel has to be in uniform Mm. imagine again I know. Imagine your favorite basketball coach standing out, standing there in you know shorts and a and a basketball shirt. Probably more comfortable. <laughs> I, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the what? There's a, like a picture going around on social media. Uh, it's probably been around for a little while, but uh, the referees used to wear like a, a, a basketball referees back in the day used to wear like a a, a nice like suit, but it, it had a vest and they had like a dress shirt on. It, I, I have to find the picture and send it to you guys. It was pretty yeah. cool, but. But yeah, I mean that that that's something that's 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 changed as well quite a bit. But I don't know. I think when it comes to his like, does I mean does it devalue championship? Like going back to the championship thing, are, are championships devalued because of the expansion of of rosters of franchises of teams? I mean, winning an NFL championship in 1920 when there's a colostomy of teams that are only going to be around for five years and they all were defunct. Does that mean as much as a championship now in 2020 where there's 32 teams that have ha- that have had lasting power that have been around for at least 18 like a certain amount of time there's rule like the rules are a little bit more formatted you know i think that that's that's you know i think that's kind of where andrew's one of the original basis for yeah. this episode um you know like i said baseball teams have evolved over time hockey's grown significantly since its early days um, I, I would, I would dare ask that question. I mean, are those championships less important? I mean, obviously it, it's, it's one of those era conversations where, well, what do you expect them to do? They beat it. They beaten all these, they beat every team. They were the best team in front of them. Um, you know, are, are, I think that might be why a lot of times that, that history kind of gets disregarded when it comes to championships, because they're not like, like 
in football, 1920 championship was voted upon by, it was just like, okay, these, this is how the schedule played out. These are how the teams finished. And this team had the best record, even though all the teams didn't play the same amount of games, this team had the best record. So here Akron pros, you're the first champions. Uh, The the Buffalo Americans had a claim to like the second or third NFL championship. And they got swindled because of uh, the, the, the games that they played that was that actually it was like extra games that they played the they Cardinals? played they played they played two games they beat the akron pros one night and they went to decatur to play the now now chicago bears and they lost it was only supposed to be like off-season extra stuff but the owner of the bears uh, was it it was staley yeah george staley he used it and got the nfl championship so i think i mean that that's like that's another like interesting um perspective that i think that's why history tight history forget right we always talk about modern eras. This is the modern era of basketball. This is the modern era of baseball, football, hockey. And, and I think that's why like the leagues and some fans, like it's easy. It's easier to, for fans to kind of forget history than I think it is organizations. Yes. I think it is. Yeah. And, and we, and we love to put asterisks on things, right? That's oh, one of our favorite sure. things to do is put asterisks on things. Uh, you know, I think, I think no matter really the era, uh, Winning a championship is hard. Like yes. that's obviously a hard thing to do, or everybody would be doing it all the time. And that's just not what it is. It's just very difficult to do. So, uh, you know, just this past season, uh, you know, all of our sports had to deal with shortened seasons, and uh, obviously dealing with the pandemic and all that really changed how they played. I mean, basketball went into a quote unquote bubble. bubble. Yeah, and a lot of people put an asterisk on that championship. Right. And I still think that was still freaking hard to do. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, so I, it's it's always so weird to me uh, when people try to do that. It's you know, win is is hard, man. Right. I remember bringing up when we did our first episode, the goats episode. Andrew, we were talking about goats, and I mentioned Babe Ruth, and Andrew brought up a great point about you know some of the different the, the various teams or lack thereof that Babe Ruth had faced in his prime, right? The Negro leagues were not a part of um, the MLB at that time. It wasn't a very integrated sport. Uh, I mean, does that to you, does that, I mean, from Johnny's perspective, yeah, that's still very hard. It's, it's a great accomplishment, but um, I mean, if you were MLB, would you like, uh, they do honor it well, but you know, does that put an asterisk next to Babe Ruth's tenure and all those early New York Yankees championships? Jaws, I'll ask you that. I, I don't think officially anybody would ever say that, but at the same time, you got like, there was, you know, in the early 1900s, there was a barnstorming going on. There were teams that, you know, I'm, I don't want to play in my, in the league near where I'm from, or, you know, so we're going to get a bunch of dudes from a bunch of different areas and go play in other leagues and go play teams for other leagues. So there were teams who weren't affiliated with anybody that probably would have whooped the crap out of the Yankees back then, but they weren't, but they weren't in the MLB. Right. They weren't in Major League Baseball or what was considered Major League Baseball back then. You know, they went and they would play. They would want to play the Yankees and the Yankees would probably be like, no, because they, they might they might lose. And might that would look us a little bit. Exactly. Yep. And, and but is that Babe Ruth's fault? Did he have any control over that? Babe Ruth? No, but I think that from a team perspective, a team in a league. Yeah, I, I you know, it, it definitely devalues the probably. overall. Does yeah, it but de- that's does, but does what it I'm saying is Babe Ruth. No. See, okay, that's what I was saying. Yeah, but yeah. but but it could it could devalue, you know. Not nowadays. I mean, you, you're not seeing like we're we're not talking about a team that could go and stand toe to toe with the Bucks or a team that could go stand toe to toe with the Lakers. That's just not affiliated. You know, we're talking about if you're that good, the cream rose to the top. Here we are. 
mm-hmm. you know, Macho Man Randy Savage said it best. Here it is. Right. No, no, there's there's no football team on the planet that's going to go play the top seven football any any NFL team. We we you know oh the uh, this this team is so bad this year that Alabama could beat them. No, they couldn't. <laughs> right. No. Like we'd love to say it, but no, you're wrong. Same thing with baseball. Same thing. Like, you know, you you might be able to compile a team of the best of the best of AAA and play. I don't know the worst team in baseball. The and Yankees it might be are pretty close right now, but yeah, yeah. They're, they're not great right now. <laughs> they're not great. They're actually their AAA team did pretty well when they did a stint in the show about a week and a half ago. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, so that might be different. But again, those guys are professional baseball players affiliated with Major League Baseball. So that's not some random team that's going town to town to town, league to league to league, trying to beat people right. like used to happen all the time in the early 1900s in a lot of sports. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, now. Yeah. No, go ahead, Jenny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, just to kind of follow up on what Jaws was saying there, uh, you know, uh, people across the world are getting better at their sport. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you just look at uh, basketball in the Olympics right now. Uh, you know, we have NBA players making up our basketball team. And I mean, we have some good ones. We have Kevin Durant for crying out loud playing and they're not winning every game. They're losing some of these uh, against other countries that that's, you know, and, it, and we used to be uh, the dream team and then the dream team too. Uh, and then we would just destroy teams in, but that's no longer the case because the world's caught up. Well, yeah. And the world, especially in basketball, I mean, a lot of those national teams are playing together from the time they're 12, 13, yeah, they, yeah. they weed out the guys that don't fit yeah and then they compliment them with nba players because <laughs> you know the, with the international NBA right because now i'm a little bit more international right i mean what australia australia's got like six nba players on their team right now right yeah something like that like it's you know so they, they have this cohesive unit that you know plays defense and <laughs> you know you don't necessarily have the best of the best nba players on the u.s team you have some really really good ones but they also yeah, they, that's, that's, they, they yeah. got they got together two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yep. Right. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the thing. That's what we're kind of getting at, because, I mean, back in the day, it was so unruly. Right. The rule. It was all over the place. You had baseball, you had the Negro Leagues, you had the MLB. Had, I'm sure there's a couple other. You had the, these barnstorming teams, the NFL. I mean, look how many like at upstart leagues, AAFC, um, AFL, USFL, stuff like that, that. um and I know the USFL is a little bit more modern, but, you know, uh, like the AFL, like, yeah, you won against, you know, and, and I love AFL history. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, you won against 10, 10 teams of franchises that weren't good enough to get in the NFL and maybe some players technically at that point in time that weren't it. So I think that's kind of why it falls through the cracks at sometimes NBA, right? We had the ABA in the, yep. in the mid, what, 60s, 70s, yep. um, you know, so, so that you know that sometimes gets forgotten. Hockey, uh, I think. Ho- I think there's world. been several other hockey leagues. The 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 big one right now is the KHL in Russia. Okay, where right. like some of the best Russians in the world play there for six million a season, and then if they decide to come to the U.S., they're tw- a 25 year old rookie with six years of professional experience against Russian bears, like they. <laughs> I, right. like, I don't know yeah. what they do over there, but yeah, I'd, rather you, go, I'd rather go against a slower bear myself. <laughs> <laughs> just, take your at, top, just take your top bear. <laughs> if you look though at, at even a history of hockey, what was there like six teams until like the 1970s until uh, the WHL got involved and they took away one of their biggest stars in Bobby Orr. Yeah. And they, 
threw a whole bunch of money at him. And then the NHL was like, oh, guess what? Maybe we should expand. And that's when the Sabres came along and you know, flyers and stuff like that. So I think when you mentioned these startup leagues, yeah, are they not? But they're forcing, they're forcing an issue is to the bigger guy, which is still part of the history of it is why did they expand? Same thing like you said with uh, the AAFC. Without the AAFC, we don't have the Cleveland Browns. And right. everybody's like, well, why do we need the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> well, because the Cleveland Browns ran roughshod on the, AA, the AAFC all four years that it was there to the point where the NFL was like, let's bring them in. And another great kind of history lesson into that is 1950, Burt Bell was like, you're going to play our NFL champion, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, right away. I'm a Philadelphia guy. You're not going to beat this. And Paul Brown and Otto Graham went out there and they beat this team. And that's why they're the 1950 is in our two-point conversation greatest teams poll. And they went out and beat this team. So then Burt Bell was like, hey, all you guys did was throw the ball. That's all you guys can do. So what did Paul Brown do? He went out there and he only, he didn't even throw a pass. He threw one pass. I had called one pass play. Otto Graham threw a pass. It got neg- uh, negated to a penalty. So he beat that Eagles team without even throwing the ball. Can we name an NFL team that could win today without throwing a football? The Baltimore Ravens. Brown- <laughs> <laughs> okay. But With even the running back have- at quarterback. Even they have to throw the ball at some point. Right. But it depends but on who they're playing. Yeah. It's it's those things that why we need, even though they're not. They're playing those uh, Russian Bears. Yeah. We're playing against they're definitely not the bears. slower Bears. <laughs> and we, we need these. We need these teams. We need the AFL. If we didn't have the AFL, would we have the forward pass like we do today? Probably not. Probably not. But again, I think that's why they forget about that is because it wasn't like yes. it wasn't like whole. I, I think that's why the history is ignored. I mean, so you know, bas- we weren't where, quite where we at. And, you know, but, in basketball, the three point line wasn't always there. The all star oh. game wasn't always there. We, we took a lot of stuff from the ABA. Uh, and a lot of people don't even know, like Matt said, I guarantee you a lot of people who are in the sports don't even know the ABA even existed at one point. Yeah. And that's I, sad I, to me. I, I only know I about the, it. I only know about the ABA because of. Uh, Semi-pro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I that was Moon so, sometime, <laughs> sometimes you got to love them sexy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> love them sexy. And then they weren't even an actual team. Like, it was like, a, that made me sad. But, yeah, but uh, they played I, actual. Detroit Pistons. Yeah, yeah Detroit Pistons, a couple Kentucky other teams. Turtles, yeah. All yeah. those teams. Those were part of the ABA. Well, yeah, look, look, look at Major League Baseball. The AL and the NL were two different leagues that they combined to make Major League Baseball. Right. Those are two different leagues. That's why there's different rules for, you know, specifically the, de- the designated hitter. Right. The all day after, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's one of those crazy things that it'd be cool. Cause everyone like likes to make fun of the Detroit lions. It's like, they won a championship back in the fifties and stuff like yeah. that. I don't think that stuff has to be completely ignored. Uh, but I guess in summarizing this episode up as, as best as we can, uh, you know, it's it is important. It's definitely important in other history, but I think the reason why it's often ignored is because there's, I mean, it's muddled. Um, it's not quite clear. There's 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 controversy. Um, it's not like just. I think organizing. There's a night and I'm stuttering over myself. There's like such a night and day difference between Super Bowl era football and then pre 
Super Bowl era football. I think that's why it, it, it gets ignored. Like Johnny said, ABA, NBA took a lot of aspects of the ABA. Um, and But you don't hear a lot about pre- magic you know or you know kareem and and, and walt Cha- Wilt chamberlain and all you don't hear a lot about before that era because i think it was a muddled strange era baseball has been the best one at doing the history thing uh even hockey like i really don't know hockey uh pre like not familiar with it pre-1970s i'm just not um yeah it's yeah, just it's, not- yeah it's just like in basketball uh, because Bill Russell was kind of before all that, and that dude was like one of the most winningest, incredible players in Celtics history and in basketball history, and uh, he doesn't get the, the the kudos he deserves. I think a lot of right. times. I mean, he had uh, so, you know people want to talk about having five championships. He scoffs at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. He's got one for his big toe. Yeah, he's going to give one to Kevin Garnett because. He was like, you know, you came to the Celtics. I like you, Kevin. So if you don't if you don't win one this year. I'll just give you one of mine. <laughs> what a joke. You know, I mean, he's probably the greatest winner in basketball history. Oh, yeah. You, ever up. you know, player he, and coach. Yeah. Yeah. Two NCAA championships, uh, gold medal, all those NBA championships. What is it? 11 and 13 years. You know, he, he was, he, and that's another thing with Celtics history. The Celtics were not that great. And then they were okay. And then Red Arlback made a deal with you know trading the ice capades so rochester could get them and now bill russell is the greatest and it's one of those things where you get to kind of figure out the guys that i think when you look at sports history like i said before uh lombardi and landry you get to look at the guys that were playing checkers and you get to see the guys that are playing chess not saying lombardi was playing checkers but you get to see certain guys w's are great wins are great but sometimes these guys, what they put into things is absolutely amazing. Oh yeah. The inve- like, there was a lot of invention, inventive stuff in the early days. And I think that's, that's, yeah. I think that's a big aspect of this too. That would makes us sad that it gets forgotten the, the ingenuity. So, yeah, but I think uh, no, one of the things, you know, we, we wouldn't be where we are if we weren't where we were. So mm-hmm. like you think, think about like modern times, We've had two or three potential upstart football leagues the last what three four years now. Yeah, and I, I I've gone on record on multiple shows saying that I think another football league is something the NFL itself should get behind. And if you look, they have the Cleveland Browns because of another football league. Yeah. So may, maybe get behind one and you know a bare minimum as a way to a try out new rules or changes to rules and B, you know, how many guys come out in the first couple of years aren't really what they thought they were, but they play an, a pro style of, of, of NFL football and they figure it out after two or three years and all of a sudden, Hey, this guy's not so bad. I, 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 that's true. I honestly think like this episode, I think it's like fitting because this is our fifth one. Everybody ever, all the hosts have gotten to pick one topic and we just, I think we laid out a bunch of really great topics that we can go into in the next five. There's no doubt about it, but that's, I mean, that's a definite expansion one right there, Jaws, uh, that we could definitely talk about, you know, MLBs, you know, got a really great format with the triple A's and stuff. And, but how, how good would it work if, if you, if you invested in a, in a second league, a secondary league, I've long stated that the NFL would be great to do that, but that's yeah, I don't know why they don't. Uh, I mean, it's it's been doing pretty good for basketball. So yeah, I, I think know. money, right, right, yeah, yeah. 
money and then the other thing too is the sport of football is a little bit different than basketball and oh, from a physicality standpoint yeah there's no physicality doubt about standpoint. but then again you got to look at hockey but you're a little bit more shift oriented there you're not on the ice you know constantly and you're not getting hit every five seconds an offensive lineman you know yeah getting destroyed that's why they wear all the college offensive linemen wear knee braces because they don't want to destroy completely destroy their knees before they try and cash in to become millionaires right that is true but i think uh, i think we're winding down here i wanted to give everybody the opportunity to to say some closing statements uh anything else you wanted to tack on before we wrap this episode up if you didn't feel like you got to say it uh johnny we'll start off with you i got the i got all my dumb jokes in so i'm pretty good <laughs> jazz uh Ryan Fitzpatrick is a Hall of Famer. He's going to win a football, and he's going to he's going to win a playoff game this year. Sorry, Andrew, tough shit. The football team's going to win the NFC East. You heard it here first. Bold claim from the hats, tats, and stats guy. I have Nerd. them going. I have them going like fourteen and three this year. Yeah, they're going to dominate that defense. This is the best team Fitzmagic's ever played on. Andrew, any closing thoughts or responses? If Jaws knew his NFL history, you'd know there's much. Uh, I do. Defense wins championships. Much <laughs> other disturbing, or, uh, deserving quarterbacks that belong in the Hall of Fame other than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, you say his name properly. If, if he, if Ryan, he board, the greatest beard in that. the NFL, fits goddamn magic. <laughs> I doubt that. That Fitzpatrick's not even That's the best quarterback of all all time. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Go look up Earl Morrill and you tell me if Earl Morrill. Just Who? don't look at his stats. Earl Morrill. Oh, t- look him up. Just don't look at his stats. Because <laughs> I know what you're going to do. You're going to look at his stats and you're going to go, what kind of stuff is this? But you, don't, you don't put air into dude, context once dude. again, which people don't. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Because here's, here's a guy who has apparently some magic some some magical some magical like non-statistical values to his life in his career in football he's got like three touchdowns 19 interceptions but he's a hall of famer before fits that's where we're going with this he's got an mvp and a super bowl ring all right everybody there were six quarterbacks the whole damn league (laughs) all right everybody before this gets out of hand I was this out, of hand. out of hand by God out of hand. Uh, we want to thank you of course, for your support on the show. Um, it, it's, it is quite an effort for us to pull together once a month. We're making it happen. Uh, we got to our first five. So I think that's very, very important. And we're going to keep this thing going uh, next month's episode. We're going to just roll with the order that we had. Uh, we established in the first month. Um, we will be doing players and salaries and why, I don't think people should be complaining uh, about that. And well, I mean, we could, uh, there's all sorts of different opinions and stuff on that, but uh, players salaries nowadays and what they earn and um, you know, what, what it really means, what, what all those numbers and years and dollars and all that stuff, what it, what it really, what are the, the importance of it for the player. So, um, but that is it on behalf of Johnny Jaws lens. And I, Talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Network Sports Talk Show. Watch out for them Russian bears.